As always, Erin Pym, and I am the producer of the theatrical variety show, The Bedpost Sex Show. Here at the podcast, I invite guests and performers from the stage show and beyond to indulge me in a more in-depth conversation about sex and sexuality. This week is our super special Valentine's Day episode. Uh, we have two uh, couples, um, like I'm, I'm one of them, part of one of them. <laughs> You're half of one of the couples. <laughs> half of one of them, one quarter of the people in this room. Uh, first, my my lovely other half is a... Man about town. <laughs> <laughs> I am uh, Matt McCready, and I'm very happy to make my third and final appearance <laughs> on the podcast. We also have um, the Academy Director of the Bad Dog Theater, Jess Bryson. Oh, hello. Oh, hello, Jess. And we have... Her partner, he is a comedy writer. He writes on the website for the Beaverton. His name is Callum Ratton. G'day. <laughs> so Australian. Oh, can I give the people what they want? <laughs> they don't know. Be- before they even realize you're Australian. Oh man, I hope this fourth guest is Australian. That'll spice it up. Uh, my grandmother might have a Google alert for my name. Oh yeah. Maybe. She needs Maybe. to know about our sex life. But uh, you guys are a couple. Mm-hmm. We're a couple. Oh, yes. So we thought we'd get you on to talk about, uh, I don't know, whatever we end up talking about. Mm-hmm. Beautiful. Ideally, yeah. it's loosely around sex and sexuality, but... We all know it's just going to be improv gossip. <laughs> <laughs> Which we should record and put on the internet. <laughs> For sure. <laughs> uh, um, can you guys tell us uh, how you met? How long have you guys been together? Count. Uh, we've been together like a little over two years now. Mm-hmm. Uh, we met um, doing improv. <laughs> so annoying. Um, but no, we met around doing stuff. Like I started doing stuff at Bad Dog, mm-hmm. and you were doing stuff at Bad Dog. <laughs> oh, that's so I, work, I work there. And then, and then um, you were my teacher. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, mm-hmm. I did nothing. Oh. Happening. Well, I also did ever. <laughs> No, you were like super, super professional and great teacher, and I didn't want to be the loser that had a crush on my improv teacher. Yeah, that makes you sucky if you do that. Uh, but then uh, at our friend Gavin Williams' Christmas party, like I was super drunk, I was super so drunk. I started acting like a normal human, yeah, flirting with people. Flirting. <laughs> we yeah. flirted over. This is true. A cock ring. You flirted over a cock ring? Yeah. yeah. It was what? Those, it like, was a present exchange. You know, like the dirty Santa, like where you steal other people's presents and yes. stuff like that. And someone had, uh, I think, because they wanted to be cheap but also saucy, just had like a, like a shoppers drug mart cock ring. <laughs> shoppers drug wait, mart wait, has wait. cock rings? Yeah, yeah, you can buy them in the in like the condom section with the lube and stuff. Really? What? They're, like it'll just be, but it's like, how much is one like? Ten dollars. They for sure went. It was just that, and then also like the condom that comes with the cock ring, and the little sachet of blue. Because you only use a cock ring once, once yeah. <laughs> or you use the condom every time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's trying, it's trying. Uh, yeah, but then we started flirting, and it was like, 
well, that's like some different. dirty flirting, though. Yeah, it was dirty flirting. It was, yeah. cheeky. it was cheeky. It was very cheeky. Mm. So was the co- did the cockring belong to one of you, and you're trying to steal I it, think or what happened? I I had brought because it was twenty five dollars, and I thought I brought the best thing ever, which was a twenty five dollar gift certificate to LCBO, <laughs> and I just wanted to win it back. Sure. And yeah. he got it. I well, I was the the best way to play a dirty Santa cr- gift exchange because my work does this as well. Is you see who cares the most about their gift, <laughs> and, and then, then try you, to take it away. Yeah, uh, and then so you had the, you had your own gift that you picked <laughs> out, and then I stole it off you, and you ended up with the cock ring. Yeah, and that yeah, and we were uh, sitting next to each other, uh, flirting. Yeah. Anyway, I ended up drinking that twenty five bucks anyway, am I right? Yeah. Baby. <laughs> Back into the pool. Uh, although we left the I because yeah because we were flirting and then I I you left early. And... I said I would Facebook you my number. <laughs> <laughs> and then I sent you a message the next day being like oh, that's a weird thing to say. <laughs> and then I also sent you my number. Yeah. Yeah, that's exactly what happened. Uh, but we left you... a cock ring there. I completely forgot about it. So Gavin Williams, <laughs> we opened it up. We were like, look at this. Ha ha. You know, and you're like early flirting and you're like testing the waters. Yeah. Ah ha ha ha. Sex. But maybe. Yeah. <laughs> I think a week later we hacked up. Yeah. yeah. He so showed up to my sketch show. And he was the only one who paid for a ticket. And he canceled <laughs> no, the show. No, that's not true. Me and Simon both. Simon, Simon and Gavin. Both <laughs> 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 paid for tickets. Ah. <laughs> uh, and I had to pick. What? Who do I go home with? <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Yeah. Yeah. If you had two guys I in the right improv, Simon's TV. got the better body. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> like he's just gone back to like he was doing this thing where he was going like this is the second podcast in a row I've talked about Simon. Uh, he he was like posting a selfie, being like, "Oh, I'm so out of shape. I've just been. I'm just getting back to the gym." And I was like, "I'd go for Simon's pre-gym body." <laughs> yeah, like it's like ripped. When he's out of shape. But that shows you. Anyway. Thank you. And Uh, then uh, two days later, he didn't know he was cock-blocking us on the way to your house. Oh, that's right. Yeah. He, like, followed us onto the subway. Like, I guess didn't recognize that we were going home together. Oh. And then, like, followed us onto the subway. And he was like... Simon's such an asshole. (laughs) It was, was, like, one of those things where I'm like, you're so sweet, you don't understand what's happening right now. Yeah. Yeah. And he's like, oh, where are you getting off? I'm like, here. With Callum, he's like, oh, like it took him like a full like beat, 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 and then he was like, I get it. <laughs> just says I get it as you're leaving the subway, just to ruin any chance of a mood. It, it didn't work fine. It's been two years. <laughs> Have you ever used a cock ring, Callum? Yeah, uh, you got me one for Christmas. I did. I've got. I've also purchased Matt one as well. Yeah. Ours is the Tantus. It's like a nice basic Tantus. We got black. <laughs> we got ads from Walmart. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what? You guys just search out like the it's most ridiculous places <laughs> just to find cock rings. <laughs> Walmart. Well, we, did, we did. Well, you got. Uh, how do you guys do Christmas? Do you do more presenty presents? Or, like, what's your deal? Do you have a, like a limit on how much you spend? We did this year. Um, I think we both failed at our limit though. Uh, yeah, I, I did okay with it, but usually, like, I just, because we got in the trend. (laughs) I got a $20 gift certificate to the LCBO. (laughs) (laughs) 
the best gift possible, apparently. So I was fine. $60, No, we got in this habit where we like just bought so much for each yeah. other the year before, and we're like, we can't keep just doing this. And it's... Yeah, we bought an excessive amount. And then we also buy each other presents a lot during the year as well. So. Yeah. Well, it all depends on what you value. I mean, there's a great... Go to Oprah.com. This is for your viewers. Oprah.com, uh, yeah. Go Oprah. Uh, languages of Love. There's a Language of Love test. And there's five languages of love. Mm-hmm. I miss Oprah. We all miss Oprah? Yeah. yeah. I love okay. Oprah. Thank you. I mean, I have my issues, but go on. <laughs> <laughs> but, well, it's... What is it? It's... Um, five, and we all, we all respond to the Languages of Love, but it's like a percentage. Like, we... Uh, one is physical affection, words of affirmation, uh, time, tasks, and presence. And gifts as gifts, well. Gifts, yeah. right? So it makes sense. I think both of us, time, affection, and words of affirmation are our, both of our top three. Mm-hmm. So presence, although lovely, are our lowest like, oh, yeah. level. Words are so much cheaper. you got to go with words. <laughs> <laughs> like, you can but just scream something out the door. <laughs> but not everyone needs that, right? Like, not everyone... Like needs constant communication or talking. Mm-hmm. Right. So it's, it, there's no good or bad. It's like, and also recognizing that in your relationship, if you need something, uh, but you let's say you recognize love as tasking, but your partner needs affection. If you're just doing dishes, being like, I'm showing, I love you, and he's not getting it because he yeah. doesn't receive love that way. He needs a hug. Yeah. Right. And Aww. like that's and so it's that. Yeah, it helps couples communicate because you can be expecting love in different ways. Yeah. So yeah. it's like, you don't love me. It's like, so, I do, but I'm showing it in the way that I receive love and that I like to show love. Yeah, and I understand not it. it. Yeah. And yeah. it's usually how you were taught when you were a kid, right? Like, it's all connected to that kind of stuff. But, like, yeah, like, we need to... We say it. Like, we are always saying, I love you. Like, we... we That's a part of how we communicate. But it makes sense. Like, our Christmases are always really small. Like, we... We have a fifty dollar limit. We went to Walmart together. Literally picked out the like the socks and stuff that we and wanted. the cock rings. The cock rings. No, that was my <laughs> funny surprise <laughs> because of because of how we met. That was like the oh, the, that's the nice. joke, um, joke slash one use. And we're like, well, that's well, it's over. I don't love it. Uh, but <laughs> it's a great joke. <laughs> it's a, <laughs> I like. Thank it. you. Uh, and then, like Walmart has two, uh, like paid counters and we just went to the opposite ones with the things that we had just picked out <laughs> wrap them put them under our tiny little tree and that was our christmas and it was uh, fun then it was like what we wanted to do but it was more about being fun than and christmas than it was about i need this gift yes well yeah. that's great you know like i think that's my issue with oprah is that you, <laughs> you explain that in like a minute and a half whereas that would be like an entire hour so yeah, much. but yeah. she's great also. She's so good. <laughs> she has her own net right now, doesn't she? But she's not doing a she's... talk show anymore, and that's... Yeah, it's, it's weird missed. that she would, like, start a network and then abandon the thing that she does. You know what I, I mean? she did it for so long that she... Like, and it was such a grind. I think she didn't want to... That's you, fair. Do you remember how... What's that? Dr. The Phil? book, no, the book club she had. She yeah, had that, yeah, like that guy who had the amazing story of like recovery, like yes. a thousand pieces or something. Yes. Million, a million little pieces. pieces. Did you guys see the episode there? Because it was he lied, and she yeah. just went and she, berated him. She went after him. Yeah. She was like, "You don't mess with me." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> My book club. Um. So yeah, the uh, the cock ring. How'd you like it? 
<laughs> it was alright. I'd seen the only time I'd ever seen cock rings is at Hanlon Points on Toronto Island. Yeah. Oh, so gross. Yeah. Oh, yeah. sorry. <laughs> I don't need to judge. Uh, A lot of people wear cock rings. On yeah, the nude and so yeah. I never got, like, what the... What was the, the egg? Yeah. Well, and also but too, I feel like theirs didn't have vibrating bits. No. no. And oh, I yours also has a vibrating bit? Yeah, and a little vibrator. Mm. Do you, um, can I ask about yeah. the vibrant cock ring? Because for me, I don't get how that can be effective for the, because it's for the women mostly, right? I think it 100% depends on the woman. Like, I'm yeah. not a, a vibrator person in general. Okay. Because uh, I would need that vibrator in contact with me consistently. See, and with his thrusting, mm. he's taking it off and on, off and on, off and on, right? Well, that is. Yeah, because I'm not, I'm not, I'm not the usual. I don't know how you guys are doing it, but no, oh, no, it's inside of me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 That's, a, that's a real sex thing. One, no, it's not one well. thrust and then you stop. <laughs> no, no, what's it called? It's called simmering. Simmering. That's no, that's for religious kids. You want to say they're not having sex, so they just put their dick in and, and leave, it there. leave it there and then pull it out and then they're like, we didn't, we're still virgin. But that's, that's not like a sex thing, like a sex uh, yeah. act. <laughs> Simmering. Uh, Simmering. <laughs> that's like an avoidance of reality. Um, well, yeah, I don't know. I, I, I feel like I'm, I, if I find most vibrators are too intense, if it's directly on it, I'm not going, nothing's going to happen anyway. So you like that it's kind of occasional? If it was, yeah, like that, that, yeah. I think for most, uh, both of us, it was kind of like, um, not a... Didn't love it. Yeah, I was like, uh, the idea was sexier than the actual reality. Yeah, which yeah. that happens a you lot know? with sex toys. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, we used one, and we use it, like, occasionally. Yeah, it's not a vibrating cock ring, though. Right. It's just a silicone tantus... Do you put it around the balls? And no, the no, no, he no. can't. You, you don't can't. go full uh, hand the point. No. What, what? But what's the point of putting it around your balls? And your... I think it's like extra squeeze. I think that's the gist of it. Am I right? Uh, yeah, there are a few reasons. Yeah, it's supposed it... to give you a more explosive orgasm. Um, oh. Yeah, it's a lot of people. Not interested. <laughs> <laughs> like my orgasms passive. <laughs> Um, and, and like some people like that kind of bound feeling yeah. or contained. That's what was my understanding feeling. was it was more of a, and also like an, an interesting aesthetic. Yeah, it's aesthetics if you're too. Into the aesthetic of it. Yeah, and it can right. be a fetishy thing too if yeah. you like a submission thing. I find it increases like... sensation a ton initially in like the first maybe two minutes for me, and then after that it's like it diminishes a ton. But it also like oh, because the extra blood, but then it's yeah, like, yeah. It's like like it's, it's every extra bit of uh, sensation is amplified uh, for a while. Uh, I remember when we had the threesome with um, oh, with a uh, blank. Remember <laughs> <laughs> we had that threesome with the social insurance number. <laughs> Yeah, that's true. That could be Jennifer, yeah. Sarah, you know Julie Dumay. <laughs> She's pregnant. Yeah, pregnant people have never had sex. Anyway, so anyway, of course it wasn't Julie Dumay. Uh, uh, backtrack, backtrack. So, anyways, yeah. So, um, 
<laughs> we were using a condom, which we usually don't do, uh, yes. because we uh, we don't. Uh, we're do fluid that. bonded. Yeah, Matt and I. Um, and uh, and uh, I was wearing a cock ring as well, and I just had such a decrease in sensation to the point where I barely felt anything was happening, and she was like having sex, kind of just like on top of me. <laughs> And I just thought, like, is this is what is this what it's like for women who like aren't really into having sex, but yes. like they're having sex? Yes, it's yeah, weird. Sure. I don't know because if you're a guy, like, you'll lose an erection if you like aren't into it, well, right? But it will keep one out for you. Yeah. Could that be part of the attraction then? If you're like, I've got like business to do, but I'm not into it. <laughs> no, like, no, just it, keeping it. Kind of, yeah. It, it's it's not like that. You're not into it. It's that yeah. you either can't maintain an erection oh. for a lot of reasons. Maybe mental stress, because anxiety. You have business to do. <laughs> <laughs> when you're like, when you're on the computer and you're just writing emails <laughs> and your your wife's fucking in. Reports do. It's just so you don't have to uh, give the extra focus of maintaining oh. the erection. Like say you're doing other things, like saying going down on a woman, which a lot of guys lose their erection during that. You know, oh, I you can, can maintain. That, yeah. During oh, that. that's a cool idea. <laughs> <laughs> but but the thing was with that experience with Matt, he wasn't used to the cock ring and he wasn't used to the condom. So like with mm. both these things constricting you, I'm sure. You and just... I'm not used to having sex with two women at the same time. That's There's it. like a lot going on. There's a lot going on that made you just totally numb out. <laughs> yeah, just numb like, out. like what's happening? <laughs> numb out. Just, they didn't teach this in grade six. <laughs> the new Ontario sex ed curriculum. Kill them. They do. They now. do. This is how you deal with cock rings and condoms <laughs> and, and condoms. But also <laughs> that condom, one, yeah. it did not fit you at all. No. It was a terrible fit. It too, was, tight. Uh, too tight? Way too tight. Yeah. Which is way too bra. tight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've, it seems like when you ever get a, whenever you get a condom for free, they always seem to be like... <laughs> Extra small. Yeah. Like, what's going on? Guys, your dicks are so big that average condoms <laughs> just fun. don't fit. Not well, true. <laughs> <laughs> and then we bought another type of condom. Yeah. Something love. I think, speaking of our love Valentine's episode, it was like Jurex Love or something. Yeah. And those fit terribly too. Yeah. And somebody told me that it would fit a little bigger, so I got a box of those. You gotta get an XL for Matt. Anyways, uh, <laughs> but here, here is a thing about condoms though, is that like when you're a kid, they show you like, this is how big a condom can get and they like blow it up and it's like the right. size of like a child can live in it. Um, and so like, I was always under the impression, like no matter how big your dick is, any condom can possibly well, do. When I was in Scouts, um, oh my God. which you know, is in Australia, it's real cool. It's not Boy Scouts, it's co-ed. I had gay leaders, like, it's not like the terrible organization is in America. Uh-huh. But, uh, we, in our first day, kids, <laughs> Fuck you, scouts. <laughs> they are, they're transphobic, homophobic bricks in America. Uh, mm-hmm. But, like, uh, we would always have them in our first aid kits because uh, if the idea is if you ever got lost and, like, were running out of water and then you hit, like... A sexy slut came by. <laughs> but they could carry... They could carry up to... I could save you or suck your dick. <laughs> <laughs> But you could carry three liters of water in a condom. So the oh, idea is if you're ever, like, lost in the bush, and then you, like, come across... <laughs> lost in the bush! bush. Uh, if you ever, like, came across a particular tree that had water in it, you could, Fuck like, tap bush. it, yeah, take yeah, a... Tap it and take <laughs> Everything, you're taking everything I say, which is good advice, <laughs> getting lost in the Australian outback, is making it dirty. <laughs> well... There's all well. these children just drinking out of these enormous condoms. <laughs> 
That looks like a problem. <laughs> Good eye, Mike. <laughs> Next question. But they, but they do have uh, finger condoms in like first aid. Yeah. It's like in kitchens and stuff. Yeah, but that's yeah. They, I don't There's know. finger condoms. I guess What's it makes for sense. like working if you on cut wounds. Yourself. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's like like so to cover it. Yeah. Yeah, like for food, food preparation in a kitchen, if you yeah. cut your finger, it you makes sense. If you touch it, then just think of all the not times I No. Yeah. Just think of all the times I worked in food preparation. And <laughs> cuts on my fingers. <laughs> <laughs> Like black latex gloves. Like my kitchen had black and purple, which is like kind of hot. The black latex oh. glove. Like, and I want, and I asked for a box of them before I left because I don't work at the restaurant anymore. Yeah. So I was like, hey chef, can I get a pair of those black latex gloves? He's like, yeah, sure, just take a box. And then shit happened, I didn't get them, but I think that's kind of hot. A black latex glove. Yeah, I feel like once again, that's something that we would be so turned on at the idea of, and then it would come into play, and we'd be like, why do we have these on? <laughs> what? what is this? Both of you have the yeah, one. Yeah, we both have no reason. What are we rubber hands. I don't know, are you in charge? Am I in charge? Like, Look at us, rubber hands. <laughs> I just have a bunch of water in one of mine, and yeah. I'll save this if we get lost. <laughs> um, so... How was the first time you two had sex? Was it fun? Oh, wow. Let's get right to it. Yeah. Yeah, let me talk. It was good. I don't remember. <laughs> but no, that makes me sound terrible. No, I, you were so much more aggressive than me. <laughs> no, I, I do remember. I don't remember the second time, I think. And I'm blending. I think I'm blending memories. We were very drunk. I remember the lead up. Because we were at my place, and I was seducing you. Yeah. How, what is the Jess Bryson sedu- yeah, well, yeah. seduction process? <laughs> I think it was, are we going to make out or what? And that's what I said. Um, that's usually how it goes, though. Usually, yeah, like, someone just like... We were chatting, and I was like, we, this is... What are we doing here? Yeah, this, I don't stop care. Stop faking this. Um, but what, you, what we think about improv, this is not the time. Um, we, were, we were not talking about I don't know what we were talking about. Um, I think we were talking about the terrible pumpkin beer. Oh, yeah, there's yeah, pumpkin beer. I'm pretty sure you two were talking about Marty Adams. Yeah. Dropping yeah. <laughs> so it many improv Um Yeah, and then... Uh, I, what do I, you know, what do I remember from that? I remember you couldn't... You didn't know how to take my bra off. <laughs> yeah, because, well, I remember it had been, like, a big gap. <laughs> it had been, like, a very big gap to the point where it was, like, like, it was, like, me just being, like, oh, God, am I gonna, like, like, finish instant? Like, it was, like, yeah. a lot of anxiety, like, oh, I yeah. had very similar to the first time I had sex. Like, it was, like, uh, cause it, it, had, so long. it had been, like, a fairly big gap. I was your first Canadian. You were my You're first Canadian. Canadian. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <Ew>. <laughs> I don't know, I've heard some things about Hans. Oh. <laughs> uh, but, like, and I, so I was, like, very nervous. Oh. And I also was very, like, aware of being, like, respectful and stuff. Because oh. I feel like I'd gotten, like, very basic sex ed- education. And then, like, my parents <laughs> were really cool. But then this was my first time as, like, a, like, full-functioning adult. Right. So, like, I was very much, like, I was much more cognitive of my behavior. Right. Yeah, yeah, when you're 20, you're an idiot. You don't know what you're doing. Yeah. yeah. Um, you yeah. were nervous when we had sex for the first time, weren't you? That you were going that you were going to come? You didn't think you could come just via intercourse or something? Wasn't there something? 
long. <laughs> Not that you... Uh, maybe, yeah. I mean, like, I think... Uh, this isn't going to sound great, but I think we were having unprotected sex. We did, I know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and, uh, okay, well, whatever. Uh, just, just mouthed something no, that was funny. way worse than what we just said. Um, Why would you say that you support Donald Trump? No! <laughs> sexy. Uh, no, it's not, but it's very taboo. Um... <laughs> Yeah, uh, no, like, so I was having a lot of sex with, like, pretty much the way we have sex right now, in terms of, like, uh, we would have sex, but I just wouldn't come from having sex. Right, that was I was, was very it. used to, like, we had no, uh, like, I was, I was, uh, serial monogamous, and we would have, like, these relationships where we wouldn't use any sort of protection, and I just wouldn't come from sex. Right. So for me and you to have sex, and then for me to, like, actually come, I had to, like, put away all the mental blocks that I had on, like, don't come, you'll impregnate yeah. her, you right. know? Okay. No, no, I know exactly what you mean, because this, you were my first, like, proper long-term relationship. Oh, that's not what I thought you were going to say. So, like, so, like, Woman you, lover. So when you were, like, on the, like, when you, like, like, you went on the pill, yeah. and it was, like, a weird mental block for me just being, like, you can. This yeah. isn't real. Yeah. Yeah. You can. Yeah, yeah. yeah, cause I was on the pill when we yeah. first got together, and then I came off of it. I yeah. went off of it. Yeah. And sometimes, like, there's a relief over, like, cause, like, if you're a guy, the expectation is you're gonna come every time when you have sex, regardless. Yeah. And now there's an expectation. Well, the expectation is sex is done when the guys come. Yeah. Right. Well, if we're talking for, about heteronormative yeah. sex, then yeah. Yeah. The yeah, sex I mean, is the not guy. our sex though. Usually, I come first, and then we work on you. Yeah, I'm talking Selfish. about I'm talking about uh, <laughs> like heteronormative. Yeah, sex. like we yeah. think. Yeah, or the, in the pressure of an inside of a heteronormative. Like Tim Allen Home Improvement. Yes. Yeah, like having sex. sex with Jill is. Yeah. The sex is over when he <laughs> comes <laughs> in her. <laughs> and then he immediately falls to sleep. Yeah. And she's yeah. like, I want a cuddle because I'm a woman. And then he. Build something with tools. Yeah, yeah he just yeah. immediately exactly. goes down to his garage after coming. <laughs> this is what the, oh, that's what our sex is like. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so go back to that <laughs> that labored point from before. Uh, there is like a I think like I I haven't really talked about this uh, too much, but like just there is like a relief that you could have from not having to come. Like there's like yeah. you could just like I not that have as to a work. woman. Yeah, for sure. I'm sure. Way, I, more, way more. I'm sure. Well, I think there's, I mean, I'm, I'm sure we've had this before, where you feel like there's a pressure, if I don't, then you're a failure, therefore, I have to fake, that's, that's that feeling of I have to fake it. Have yeah. you ever faked it? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I, I have it's a couple times. 18 to Callum. <laughs> <laughs> Just faking it left and sometimes right. It's e- sometimes it was easier to fake it. Mm-hmm. I faked like, it in grade 10, or not grade 10, grade 12. How'd you do that? Because um, it's hard we for were... a guy to fake it. Uh, uh, don't look! Don't look! <laughs> I kept it inside for you. Um, <laughs> no, we were um, we were dry humping, and she wanted to keep doing it until I came, and it was chafing me, so I was just like, oh! <laughs> I'm sure it wasn't like that, but I was like, oh yeah, I finished. And then I think I like masturbated in the bathroom later on that night or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we were at her house. Yeah, but that's a good point earlier that you were making that now the pressure that you don't have to come during sex is like that's gone. Yeah, yeah that's The nice. pressure that you yeah. have to come during sex. Yeah. No, there's been times where I'm like, I don't think I'm going to come. Like not super often, but there's 
like that's a nice pressure not to have. Mm-hmm. You know what's funny is uh, almost I feel like ninety eight percent of the time when you say I don't think I'm going to come, then you do. Oh, that's funny. Yeah. <laughs> that's when he yeah. screams as he's coming. But it's also sometimes like no, the relief it's of luck. Yeah, being I don't like, have to. Yeah, so it's like easier because to... you stop the minute you stop trying, it happens naturally. Yeah. yeah. That's true, because you're not thinking, like, oh, I need to come yeah, in exactly. order to appease you, this person. Yeah. Free your mind. I must appease Jessica. <laughs> <laughs> We've all had that thought. <laughs> uh, on that note, we should uh, take a little break. Great. Maybe we'll talk about our actual relationships when we come back. <laughs> Great. Instead of Oprah. <laughs> uh, hey, that is my own relationship. <laughs> we'll be right back with Jess Callum and Matt. Let me tell you about Come As You Are. Come As You Are is the world's only worker-owned cooperative sex shop, and they have a fundamentally anti-capitalist and feminist approach to sexual pleasure, health, and education. This means that Come As You Are is able to ensure that their shop reflects diverse genders, orientations, sexualities, and life experiences, rather than just one person's idea of what sex and sexuality products should be about. Come As You Are is never put in a position where they have to bend their professional or personal ethics to please the man. And they are offering a fantastic discount to Bedpost listeners. That's 15% off at www.comeasyouare.com with coupon code BEDPOST. All you gotta do is type in B-E-D-P-O-S-T when you check out at comeasyouare.com to receive this generous discount. I truly hope everyone listening goes to the website and sees what these folks are really all about. And I truly hope that you enjoy the rest of the episode. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to the Bedpost Podcast. We're here with Jess. Hey. Callum. Hey. And Matt. Hi. (laughs) (laughs) And me, Aaron Pim. Uh, Me and Matt came up with a, Matt and I, Hmm. came up with a couple questions today. Did we? Yeah, like, kind of. Okay, great. We were curious, like, um, one of the ones I was thinking of was, like, what do you think the the key to your sexual chemistry is? Oh. Like, why does it work? Oh, um, <laughs> I think, at least for me, like, words of affirmation are yeah. big. And also, like, a, um, I'm never, I never feel like I'm going to be judged. Mm, that's great. Like, even if I'm like, oh, what about this? And you're like, I'm not. Like, even if you're, like, I don't... Ew, no. You see, that's it. Like, <laughs> That'll never like, happen, for example. If you're, like, not tonight or, like, I don't know, it's not something I'm really interested in, in like, you're never going to be, like, oh, the fuck is wrong? <laughs> like, with shame about it. Yeah. yeah. No shame. I think um, we talk a lot mm-hmm. about it. So it's not... A, sometimes I have friends that are, like, oh, but sex is mystery. There's, like, a sexual mystery. I'm, like, yeah, or talk to each other about what each other wants and how you feel about what's going on, and then it'll be better for having, like, not that spontaneity can't exist, and but, uh, you know, I think mystery... You're, Sexual you're, mystery, if that's, like, your thing, yeah. you're probably not going to be a great monogamous partner. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, uh, but also, too, I think you're, you're always setting... I've had this with friends, not just with sex, but also with love. When you make your expectations a secret because you think that they should be able to guess... Ugh. Right? But that, that exists, right? Where it's like, oh, you should know I need this from you in whatever capacity. You're missing out on telling them, no, I need this, getting it, 
And instead of being disappointed that they didn't guess that you need it, you can enjoy that they just now know that you need that. And that can be emotional needs as well as sexual needs. So I think talking about stuff, I also think having a sense of humor about stuff. Yeah. Like, I think if you can have sex and maybe you're trying a new thing, laugh if it doesn't go well. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. Be able to cheap, laugh about it. Right? Yeah. Or it gets really intense and then it's done, and then be, like, comfortable and safe. Like, I had a friend who was into, I don't want to say risky sex, that's not fair, but uh, extreme sex. Right. <laughs> and, um, and she was with someone who just didn't make her feel safe, and even though the act was something that she had done previous, like I think it wasn't even that extreme, and it was like choking kind of stuff. Right. Mm. But it, but, but once you don't feel safe, it's like... That's a dangerous situation. Yeah, yeah, and it's not even like, yeah, and it wasn't even that she thought that it was something violent was going to happen. Like, she knew who he, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. It was, I don't emotionally feel safe. Sure. And now I don't physically feel safe because we don't have this emotional piece. Mm -hmm. And I think that's communicate. I think that's like, are we on the same page? Mm -hmm. Are we on the same page today? Because I think having lots of, like, types of sex, too, is what happens in a relationship. We're not just always making love you know nor are we always just well like, some couples do though that you get in a pa- it's easy to get in a pattern and do the yeah. same thing always I mean it's funny like I think like you get into patterns but also under- like I think that's something we talk about a lot is there's type like there's days and there's types and understanding like communicating needs to like uh for example, about this time last year was when Gian Gameshi got Oof. off, and it created like a, like a like a shudder in the city. I'm sure you felt it of just like, ugh, like sexual assault is everywhere, and every all of my female friends were like, and this is real, and this has happened to me, and there was just this very real feeling of like, ugh, like in everyone, like it was a massive trigger, like it was just a yes. huge trigger. Yes, and I remember we could talk about it and whatever, even though like like we could have very safe. A fun, maybe like slightly aggressive or dom subdom kind of sex. I was like, I can't do that. Like, I can't do I can't that right know. now. I can't even think about it. It just feels so yucky, and I'm just not, like, hmm. you know, not judging anyone else. But that's where I was at, just because I just because of those events had hurt me personally. You know, ended up hurting me personally just because it was like a trigger. Mm-hmm. And he listened to that, and of course, you know, yes. and then it was like, of course I'm safe, and of course we can adjust the type of sex we're having. Because he loves me and he cares about me and yeah, so I think the key to our chemistry is conversation, words of affirmation. What did you say? You said. What do you mean exactly? By <laughs> Callum, Callum said seven words and then ca- and then just said. And that's communication. He listens to me talking. <laughs> says one word and Jess goes, "I have a great." <laughs> oh, great said no book. shaming. That's what he said. No shame. Yeah, no what did you mean when you said words of affirmation? Is that different from what Jess was just talking about right there? Oh no, like it was just like I think I don't think in general I'm a needy person, but when it comes to sex stuff, I just like need all the praise. <laughs> <laughs> need all the praise. Yeah. Uh, no praise is important. I feel like there's like two types of sex almost. There's like 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 sexy sex where you're like oh we're gonna have like we're, yeah. gonna, we're gonna make a big thing hot. about it yeah and then there's also like it's been a long day and i want to get off before i fall asleep sex yeah i, 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 w- I would make an argument that there's a third type of sex which is Ooh. uh it's not that it's sex not that it's it's not um exhausted sex yeah. uh <laughs> like that's just like perfunctory sex yeah but it's also not like ooh, baby sex it's like 
ma- like making love. Like I am, I'm with you. Like there's like oh, a, a connection. Um, yeah, like, intimacy. Yeah, and it, I feel component. like those are the kind of sex where like really coming doesn't matter. It's like oh, I'm I'm here with you because you're my partner. Like a connect connection sex and that's where the pleasure is coming from yeah exactly like the togetherness the the... the togetherness yeah yeah Yeah. but that's yeah but it's important to have a conversation because if you're like if it's been a long day and you're like i just want to like get off and then your partner's like i love you so much (laughs) (laughs) like like look into each other's eyes and stuff like that and that's like a very real disconnect that's gonna cause but i feel like that's that's whether gonna, or not, yeah, that's gonna or, happen no matter what. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like over the course of time. Not yeah. Every, oh, yeah, not everyone's on the same emotional oh, level no. at all. Time. But that's like that's why impo- it's talking is important. Like yeah. just being honest and just being like because you're getting. I off, don't like, want to look at your eyes when we have sex. <laughs> <laughs> like, you jerk like, off, you won't look at anyone's eyes. So why would I look into yours? Just like you're I, jerk off and look into someone's <laughs> eyes. I only have. <laughs> I mean, I'll look into my own eyes. No, but that's a very typical type of sex couples have is to get off the sex where it's yeah. I'm pressing this button, you're yeah. pressing this button for me, mm-hmm. and that's it. And that's how that's you, a pretty I common. I think that's how we get into ruts for sex. Yeah, when it's just be, to get off. When we just do that too much, yeah, we just like we, we do the the one thing that we know does it, yeah. and that's it. Yeah. 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 What do you think the key to your sexual chemistry is? I think it's that... I think we both are just kind of up for anything. Yeah. I think we both... Openness. uh, I think we both find, like, uh, storytelling and, like, roleplay very sexy. Mm -hmm. We find talk very sexy, like a narrative. Yeah. um, Like... Yeah, role play. And role play, that kind of stuff. Yeah, dirty you know, talk. flex those improv muscles. <laughs> I didn't Work know your craft. In, yeah. I didn't know improv during sex. Like, you lay an idea and no yes and. But I'm like, no, we're in a bakery. <laughs> <laughs> bakery. <laughs> the most sexy place. Yeah, I mean, the funny thing, too, about chemistry, though, is it's something you work on, but also something you have to have. Like right off the bat, you think? There, I think there's also an like, and I don't know, and I don't know what is built on what is something you work on versus what is natural. Because you hit to a point where you're in a healthy relationship, and you're like, I don't know, did we, did we get here because it was natural, or did we get here because we we worked on it, or maybe both? Mm-hmm. But I've been in relationships before at this point, and I, for whatever reason, the sex isn't there, the chemistry isn't there. Mm-hmm. So was it the work, or was it what you already had? I don't know. Mm-hmm. And that was another question we thought of earlier today was what's different about the sex you had at the beginning of your relationship to now, the type of sex you have now? More flour and pastries. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like... Or is it different? It could I be the feel same. like it, uh, parts of it are the same. Um, I think we still have sex fairly often. I mean, I don't think anyone has sex as much as when they first start dating. Like, I think I chapped his dick. Like, I think... I remember like, being like, yeah, I remember like it physically hurting. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. Things like bit his dick. Uh, no, like, it was like, like I chapped, like... Yeah, yeah, it was just, just like, too much. We yeah. met in the winter, it was too dry, too cold, so <laughs> we're having sex Too dry. Yeah, uh, the, I mean, the, like the, the, the difference in our sex is that it's now warmer and wetter. <laughs> we have a Are humidifier. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I, I feel like there's some aspects that are the same. I feel like it's less 
exploratory in the sense of I don't know who you are. Do you know what I mean? Like I I literally don't know. I need to find out. Yeah, I am finding out (laughs) who you are. It took me forever to figure out how to give you an orgasm, Mm -hmm. for sure. Because, like, I never knew that you can come with something in your vagina. Yeah. I had never experienced that before. And then learning that was like, oh, this is so much easier. Yeah, yeah, because that was another thing we thought of, like, is there anything you wish you knew? Because that was a big one. Yeah, for I, wish us. I knew that immediately. It would have saved me so much trouble. <laughs> I'm trying to figure out what to do. I feel so bad because I hadn't, I wasn't very, I was still finding that out about myself right. as well. And, and it's hard to transfer what you do with one partner to another partner. Right. You know, and I think we we're, I was trying to navigate that for myself as well. Mm-hmm. But I and think that's the beginning of relationships regardless. Like, yep. you can know how to get yourself off and you're like, oh, I'm, you're different. And I've got to... Yeah, and even things. how you masturbate and then translating yeah. that into a couple scenario, you with your partner, it's like sometimes that doesn't quite translate yeah. either. So it's just trying to figure that out. Because we masturbate great together. We do, yeah. (laughs) Alongside. That's that's like definitely something that, yeah, no touching, no eye contact. (laughs) We occasionally check in with a, are you okay? (laughs) No, we're in different rooms. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, we got that going on. I only have have the library booked until (laughs) 3.30. I mean, this is gonna sound. I don't a little... think anything sex-wise for me. I just be like, because I never like. I used to never if some if I didn't feel like texting someone back, I wouldn't. I just wouldn't respond to them. I'd be like, I'm bored of this at the moment. Like with friends and with like girls and everything. Oh. And so like I wish I just had a couple of notes of how to act like a normal human being. <laughs> yeah, and and it would have been impossible to know because I now have ovarian cysts. Is uh, sex will make cysts rupture. Yeah. And if you are between ovulation and your period starting, and if you have cysts, there is a high chance of, of rupture. rupturing. And so when there is a stabbing pain in your body, that's what it is. You've ruptured a couple, babe. Yeah. <laughs> well, that was the first one that happened. It was scary. Yeah, because I, I bet because it was like a big one. Yeah. It was like just under the amount that had to like, ha- like Surgery, it was like yeah. two and a half centimeters or something. And we it's went to, yeah, we like went to the hospital and stuff. Mm-hmm. But like, yeah, it happened like, like we we're having sex and you're like, I've got to stop. Yeah. And then like 10 seconds later, you were like bent over crying from pain. <gasps> yeah. And we called the ambulance and went to the emergency room. <sighs> and I was like, oh my God, I've killed her with my dick. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. Not again. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, oh I feel that that would be something I wish. I wish, I mean, I, we know now, and so now it's not so scary, but it was very scary the first time. Because you didn't know what I no what idea and what, why. what it was. And and now I have, like I like I had a cyst rupture like three days ago. So oh. like, it's I have it every, pretty much every month. So I, I'll have a small cyst, but it was a very large cyst and it was complex and it was bleeding. So there was like... It was, it was like two weeks of me being in pain, like it was, and it was very scary, and we had to wait for ultrasounds, and it was like, I think I got, what, four ultrasounds in the end, like, it was just like a huge thing, and there's nothing they can do about it, too, but I think that's something that I wish I'd even remotely known going in, because then you won't panic, you know Mm -hmm. what I mean? But like, why would you know that unless you go through it? And we also just don't talk about female health. That too, yeah. A lot. Um, so I think, yeah, not to be so bleak. 
And some fun sex stuff, too. Um, <laughs> so, no, no, it's fine. That's important stuff, right? So sorry if I'm misunderstanding part of this, but... Um, so is there like a you is there a time of the month when you can't have sex then? Uh, no, we have sex. There is a possibility because they because they they are created uh, just after ovulation. Okay. And grow, and then can if uh, can rupture with enough pressure. Mm-hmm. So it's not that we don't have sex, but that um, do you have to be careful while you're having sex or something? I mean, it's hard to me. It's hard to know where you're. I mean, here's another thing too: where the hell your ovaries are. They're fucking small things, and they move around all the time. Right. But it's more when I feel, and maybe that's an interesting piece of being with someone longer that we can have the kind of communication that stops sex, no guilt, no like, like none of that weird childish shit. It's just like, no, we're gonna stop, and we can. I can be like, I'm in pain. Okay, this is in. Is like, do you need to go to the hospital? Like, and it's a pretty like this happened three days ago. So it was like, how bad is it? Yeah, how bad is it? Are you okay? Depending on the kind of cyst and like the kind of rupture. Like sometimes they're more toxic and they can make me more uh, woozy or I can feel like I'm gonna pass out. So it's like, yeah, cool cyst stuff. Um, But then then it's like very quick conversation of should we go to the hospital? Do we need to go to the hospital? Like you know, but I think that's the kind of. Uh, the difference between the beginning of something when you don't know someone and don't know how they're going to act in an emergency situation or a, a health situation or sex being something you don't have very often so it's like I need to get off dude versus I love you and this is your health is more important you know what I mean like, yeah. but when you're in a loving relationship for years you're like oh well that can happen again down the road. Yeah, obviously. But I feel like when, when you're young and you don't know how to assert your needs and when you're in a bad relationship or a new relationship, it's hard to have those, like, no, I don't feel like it. No, halfway through, I this is no longer... Yeah, it's hard to have that conversation. Yeah, and, and, it is. and hard to know if you're going to be listened to. Mm-hmm. You know? I, I never viewed myself as, like, a terrible boyfriend or anything, but sometimes when I look back at my earlier relationships, I'm like, what an idiot. Like, on so many different, like, like you were saying, like, the texting thing, that type of thing, but also just, like, general sexual habits and stuff like that, you know? Like, a lot of times, yeah, like, when I would come, like, like, that would be the sex would be over, you know? Well, that's what you're taught, though. That's what we're all taught. Fucking home improvement. (laughs) 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 That's that thing where, like, you look at, like, those, like, shitty sitcoms would all watch and stuff like that and it was always like oh the wife never wants to have sex yeah married with children i watched married with children every day (laughs) after school when i was like six years old old. i was like in grade three when i was watching it every day so maybe like seven yeah and that and you're like taught this like terrible thing is like women intrinsically don't want to have sex men do want to have sex men are always like well, no wonder women don't want to have sitcom sex. It's yeah. probably the worst thing of all time. <laughs> but you're, yeah, and you're, you're, look at like the movies that were popular when we were teens. Like, if you're gonna have sex, she's gotta be drunk, and I'm like, that's great. Yeah. Like, what are we? What Drinking are, as foreplay. Yeah, great. like what did we watch? But as also too, if all your early and for our generation anyway, probably a lot of our early sex ed was porn. On yeah, the internet. which is the worst sex which educator. Is, yeah, because it's not it's a, it's fantasy it's fantasy for adults, but now teens watching it thinking this is normal. Yeah, it's informing them. Yeah, this is my expectation, and then I think with that comes an inability to speak needs mm-hmm. and emotional needs, and so. Well, like yeah. the 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 brush back against like all this 
behavior is like, or like the the progression in general of like respecting women during sex is all this like um, alt right cuck yelling. Oh my God. C U C K. And I just feel like it all comes from like just like I, I, there's no way someone's tossing around the word cuck and is having and the, the people they're sleeping with is having are having good sex. No. Like, it's just like... You're We're feeling taken care of. Yeah. Wait, was this the thing that happened, like, in the media lately? Because you did a post recently on it, and I was like, I don't know if I get this. Okay. Well, okay, did it's something been, happen? What is this? Like, kind of like neo-Nazi shit that's yeah, power right like now. Yeah, sure. They glitch other cucks. Yeah. That's like a big thing within, like... Within a very... Meaning not what? Just, not meaning like the same thing. Like, 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 like your, your girlfriend's like, cheating on you. On, or even, like, you, um... You're not, like really fucking your girlfriend yeah. the way that she sh- or your woman the way that you should so be so this is an about. insult they're throwing around yeah. to each yeah. other so like, like you're not so a man like, but also it's a big thing for them to put like these like very hard right Trump supporters like white supremacists uh, they, they throw it at like anyone they perceive as like a weak like left sure. liberal left wing person is they'll be like you're a like, cuck like for sure gotcha. our boyfriends are cucks <laughs> yeah <laughs> for sure <laughs> 100%. They well, like, what's his us. name? Uh, David Duke right. called uh, Justin Trudeau a cuck. <laughs> it's like, I mean, Justin yeah. Trudeau is like... Justin Trudeau is a bit of a cuck. I mean, Just, Justin Trudeau is like one of the sexiest guys in the entire country. <laughs> <laughs> David Duke looks like a bad math teacher. Oh, there was a... There's some photo someone pulled up and showed me of, like, David Duke and, like, his girlfriend, like, in the 90s, and it looked like a swingers profile. Like, it was, like, so... It was so funny. Like, it... Anyways, Um, moving on. Back to our relationships. (laughs) Uh, How much can you fit in Callum's butt? Honestly, (laughs) I'm going to be honest right now. Okay. It's... I'm so... As you know, small. I'm what, 5'2"? Yeah, you're a bitty lady. Callum's six foot tall. It is so hard for me to get to his butt at all. (laughs) (laughs) What are you in any position? What are you talking about? Like, if we're having sex, and he's... In me. Yeah. Yeah. Try, oh, okay. Trying to do any kind of oh, reach around to reach action. Around. No. Right, it's just, gotcha. I've never no done, arm span. I've never done a no, reach around. I feel like that. that's a very uh, common thing for a lot of uh, partners, is that they're like, I'm going to I'm gonna finger you while you're in me. Oh. <laughs> oh I've never, never done that. I've oh, never no. had that happen to me. Well, tonight's the night. <laughs> I guess so. I don't have the wingspan, to be honest All with right. you, so it's not, it's not really possible. You have one of those novelty back scratches. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> it's just the one with the teeth. <laughs> um, uh, here's a weird question. Um, what's like the most unusual position you do in sex that's like a, uh, a one that you consistently do or like occasionally do? Strange. What a strange way to missionary. Um, <laughs> <laughs> what's strange that we have? I don't know if we have anything. That's also fine if you don't. Um... Do we have one that you're thinking of? Yeah, I think like the one where it's like you're on top and my legs are spread and you're like And I'm my legs are Your together. legs are straight, yeah. Uh-huh. Like that one's kind of strange, isn't it? <laughs> Is it? Probably it looks normal? strange from the outside. Yeah, it does. Feels great. Yeah. <laughs> we didn't think of, we should you should have asked these questions before. Um so we could have prepared for this. We could have tried some weird uh, positions last night and figured out what No, I mean like be. I feel like we're a classic couple that's tried a lot of stuff and like My dad gave me his used copy of the Kama Sutra for Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah. That's awful. Yeah. That's 100% true. If he bought it with his secretary, his old secretary. I feel, maybe, oh, no. Oh, so much information. Um, that's too far. What? We're sexting totally fine. That's, no. Whatever, um, don't give me that gift if you like, don't want me to talk about it. Dad. Um, Dad's a podcast fiend. <laughs> I feel like there's a position where I'm on my back, uh, my knees are like bent, and you're like when your knees are kind of bent, there's a double knee bent thing, and you're like, you don't, it's not a deep thing. Oh, yeah. Interesting. <laughs> yes, I am. Both knees are bent? There's so many bent knees. <laughs> it's the only description for this exposition is knees. I don't describe because, like, it's, it, it's not missionary, it's like, uh, like there's 90 degree angles. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like a dystopian. You know exactly Ikea. what I'm talking about. Yeah, I know, I know exactly what you're talking about. It feels I'm talking, great. Yeah. I'm trying to think of how to describe that. <laughs> the knee knocker. The knee knocker. Well, our knees are not really involved. They're just bent. <laughs> <laughs> bent. Just such vague terms. I don't know how to describe it. That's weird. I guess. <laughs> Maybe this question was a bad one. <laughs> I don't know. Because yeah. well, no, also, too, I guess what's, like, what's weird, right? That is, I have had this thought before. Where uh-huh. I'd be like, it would be fascinating, like, if you became invisible. What <laughs> the <laughs> Is if you could just see how, not even, like, a, like in a voyeuristic, but not in a sexually voyeuristic way, but to see how other people have sex. Uh-huh. Like normal, I thought you meant while having sex. That's what I thought. Like, like, you're having I sex. Know, you're and you're, and you're like floating in the you air. Know, like, the first sex scene I think I kind of saw in a movie was The Invisible Man. That <laughs> <laughs> my dad was watching it. I think he realized how, like, the guy would be kind of a creep while he was invisible. Uh, but no. There's an episode of Buffy like that where Spike is having sex with uh, Invisible Buffy. Oh, that's so sexy. Oh, it's so hot. Spike <laughs> Buffy is like, that's hot. Yeah, that's some sexy shit. I remember there's that. There's also like a pretty like, I don't know, there's a lot, there's some consent stuff going on in their initial encounter. It's implied, really cool. well, <laughs> Which is like a high school student and this ancient vampire yeah. boxer and then immediately becomes evil again. That's why you never sleep with someone who's more than 80 years older than you. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's a rule. Uh, your age divided no by how. two, don't add 80. <laughs> uh, I, have, I have a question for you guys. Oh, right. oh do you? Because you guys are engaged. Yes. Have you thought about your wedding night? Because like, I feel oh, like it's a no. weird thing because it used to have a lot of pressure on it because it was like the first time, you know, like... The first food. time you're the having sex. Time. But for you guys, it'll just be like the Another night day. after a very long... I, I seriously to... doubt we'll have sex that night. We're having sex. <laughs> <laughs> oh, like any time where we've been out and we're carousing, we're both drinking, right. and we come Sometimes home... Sometimes, like here's the thing about... I, here's my opinion on my personal experience on getting drunk and having sex... It's like, it's either not going to happen at all, because like, you're just not in the mood, or sometimes it's like the best sex you can have. I yeah. almost always want to have sex when I'm drinking. Yeah, I know. Sometimes <laughs> I'm like, I don't think so. <laughs> you're just like laid out eating Popeyes up here. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm, just, I'm just like, no, we're going to Popeyes. I'm eating it off my chest while you masturbate. <laughs> That's terrible. Everything going okay in there? It's in a different room. <laughs> <laughs> Is everything yeah, yeah, okay? Yeah. I'm like, going great. 
He's um, still ejaculating. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> everywhere. Um, we're pretty much wrapping it up. I have um, a closing question mm. I'd like to ask you guys. Great. Um, what What's the sexiest thing about your partner? Oh. oh. <laughs> um, Physically, <sighs> mentally, emotionally. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> that's great. Um, genitally. I think genitally. Calvin is a very sexy man. Like, I think... Yeah, easily the sexiest man I've ever been with, mm. um, and uh, I uh, and very uh, hairy. Like I, lo- he's got a delicious hairy chest. <laughs> delicious hairy chest. I've seen his chest. It's, it's, it's delicious. It's like a sexy hairy, hairy. Um, and like a great uh, peck to shoulder thing. That's not physically. I think that's very sexy. Mm-hmm. Oh, wait, it was physically. <laughs> that's fine. Physically is like the most. Is there another quality that's not physical, perhaps? That's yeah. Cares deeply about my experience while performing sex. Mm. Deeply cares about what's happening for me. Uh, emotionally, I love him. <laughs> <laughs> I've had a couple people say that Callum got a lot more attractive to them after he started dating you. That's, what? That's so awful. Not because of like. Because like now he's off the market or anything. I think they just saw how well he treated you and how oh, nice that funny. is, and they thought, "Oh, that's nice." I think sometimes too, people can't see someone's physical attractiveness when, like, I think Cal and I have talked about this a couple times. Like, you were kind of in an insecure spot when you moved here. When someone's kind of close and insecure, even though I think like empirically he's an attractive person. Yeah, I'm loving put- this. Gargoyle that I'm like, but I love him and no one else does. Like you're attractive. Yeah, you're better than that. <laughs> <laughs> but your your nice personality can only add to your. Yeah, and I think sometimes when you're close to the world, there sometimes when you see someone else helps you open up because love helps you open up. Sometimes mm-hmm. I think then all of a sudden it makes your sexier qualities illuminate. Like mm-hmm. they were already there, but it was harder to see. Mm-hmm. Jess, what do you? What's Jess's sexiest qualities? Oh, yeah, physically, <laughs> the whole package. Aww. Aww. <laughs> you love me. Face, butt, legs. Great. Uh, mentally, I like how loud and outspoken you are. In the sack. But like in life in general as well. Like how just loud and like clear, like outspoken you are. <laughs> loud has been used multiple times. <laughs> you said loud four times. Like, no, like confident. Well spoken, mm-hmm. don't take shit. I think it's very sexy and emotionally how much you care about me and how much you listen to me. Oh, uh, you guys! <laughs> can I can I see what I love about Matt now? No, no one cares. You don't have enough time. Okay. Um, not enough time. That's <laughs> all. Wrap it up. That goes every Friday at six. <laughs> Um, talking about confidence, one of you said that, that's something that I first drew me to Matt was his confidence and sense of, sense of humor, obviously, but confidence is very sexy. It like is in, very sexy. Yeah. In a person, right? Mm-hmm. And Matt's a, a lovely, confident person. I love that about him. It's all the physical stuff. <laughs> I know. No, I think he's so handsome. Aww. I tell you, I tell you daily. He's got a great true. chin. Oh, he's got a great face. Just good. <laughs> He's handsome face, you know? Oh, that's nice. Sexy man. Thanks, babe. Aw. Um, I like how strong you are. <laughs> I hear from I hear from women all the time 
like how much they love how like strong you are in conversations and everything. Like you I just seem see myself like that. I know well. you don't, but you come across as very, very confident um, nice. as well. Um, physically, um, body. yeah, very perfect body. Follow the podcast on Instagram yeah. and go, wow, that's, that's not what I would look like in that outfit. You've got, you've got great tits, like very perky, great Oh God, tits. I don't want them. They're like big, saggy numbers. No, you got gorgeous boobs. Thanks, babe. Thanks, babe. Jess always breaks <laughs> about her tits. Like, Jess won't stop bragging about it. I want them right over there. They're good tits. I want to talk more about Aaron's perfect No. <laughs> yeah. It's over, guys. Um, You've got a great asshole. Oh, my God. <laughs> Seriously? <laughs> I love my asshole. Uh, it's, it's great. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> Callum's told me many times, Jess has a B-plus asshole. B-plus? It's not bad. Pretty good. It's not bad. It's great. It's not if a you D. finish recording, then I'll really tell you. Okay. <laughs> in detail. Um, do you guys have anything you want to tell people about? Do you have sh- weekly nah, show or shit oh, like that? Yes, 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 yes. I do. Uh, go on Facebook, like, Shitty Tasty. It's a parody of the Tasty food videos. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's very funny. Thank you. Uh, new episodes come out every Monday. And then uh, also on Facebook, like Public Works, which is uh, we put sketches up about every two weeks. Or subscribe to us on YouTube, Public Works. Comedy. Uh, BadDogTheater.com. That's just it. I mean, I'm in Hookup right now, which is a rom-com. It's actually a great show. Oh, it's, it's great. It's, it's yeah. a rom-com. We take two audience members and tell them what their love story would be, mm-hmm. if we improvise that. Uh, I'm in Globehead tonight. Matt's in Globehead. <gasps> Callum's in Globehead. This yeah. will probably be coming out after we're done Globehead. Well, you know what? Oh, if... if hey, guys. Will it come out? Improv is always alive. <laughs> will it come out before February 16th? Uh, yes. Great. Yes, it will. Come, uh, come see uh, Prom King's doing an improvised play called Follow the Light. Uh, and if you come up to me and say, uh, perfect asshole, I'll give you a free ticket. That's a real offer. I was going to plug things, but that's funny, so let's end it on that. <laughs> no, tell us about your stuff. Oh, I do uh, the World's Biggest Improv Tournament every Monday night at the right. Social Capital Theatre. Um, Callum was in it. Got and... knocked out first, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he did. It was, anyways. Um, and Jess is going to be in it with Chris Wilson. Yeah, uh, I had a boyfriend. Yep. Uh, anyways, <laughs> that broke a piece of Callum when I said that. Oh no! Um, <laughs> it broke a piece of him when you started dating. <laughs> That's way more. Um, and then also every Friday night at the Social Capital Theater at nine thirty, I do twelve dollar two free pint comedy show. It's a great show. Uh, That's thanks, a Callum. great show. Uh, it sells out, so we get there a little bit early. Uh, you get two pints uh, with your $12 purchase, or you can get a regular ticket for $5 if you're not into uh, beer. Awesome. Woo. Thanks, guys, so much for coming and chatting with us, everybody. Couples for a Valentine's Day episode. And I'm Erin Pym, and this has been the Bedpost Podcast. Uh, check back often because we release a new episode every Friday. And if you want to see Bedpost live, the Variety Stage Show runs at the Social Capital Theater the third Friday of every month at 8. For more information on everything Bedpost, please visit us on Facebook or on Instagram. And lastly, the Bedpost podcast features original music by Stephanie Copeland, who can be reached on Facebook or at her website, stephcopelandmusic.com. Good night. Good night. Bye. Ha <laughs> <laughs>